0: Can you see it? Did you know
2: this? over. Checked, but the puck
1: comes right to Pedersen,
2: who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot. He scores! Moments notice. notice. Adam Z.
0: You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
2: Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted of them in and down. Day. Wow, really? we should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on! I want to fist bump you right now.
1: What Thurl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores
0: Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation brought to you by the great folks over at
2: Montana's. Oh, Montana's. One of my favorite states, too, Montana. Have you okay. ever been? I've no. been to, uh, what's uh, Old Faithful? Is that what's in Montana's? I I don't know. Yellowstone Park, right? Uh, Yeah. That's no. in Montana's, I think. I went to, I had a baseball tournament in Bozeman. Montana's Montana. Is in Montana. There I am right things. there on the flame-grilled uh, ribs in my background. Holy cow! Look at that. That's what Alex has in his uh, living room. He's got one of the most beautiful fireplaces you'll ever see. And for the podcast
0: listeners, uh, just put a fireplace behind Faber. Actually, yeah, yeah that's a really close. I like that the for, fireplace.
2: Uh, see, we gotta get a green screen uh, for you, Quads. I'm so thinking when you when you start telling us that Mikey Di Pietro's goalie of the future, he's the best. He's uh, he's gonna be Team Canada's goalie not only at the World Juniors but at uh, the Olympics. Spengler well. Cup, the big the big one, the well, one he's, that really he's matters. Got all that Canada. Uh, you know, experience now. So yes,
0: air Canada has his Canada gear. stuff. Yeah. But
2: Montana's good folks over there. Daily deals today, Thursday drink specials. What else you got to say on to the next thing? <laughs> Not, no, but I got a story. I do want to bring something up. You've
0: totally derailed this. Can I just quickly talk about Montana? We haven't got to any of the actual, ads. Yeah, but here's the problem.
2: This Montana's, is why we're going to get replaced by no, a robot. No, no, the deals that they say about Montana say 32nd ad. We give them four, four, three, four, five minutes every time we gave them about 40 minutes the other day. About the chicken wings. So, today can be a shorter one because I want to bring up something. So, shout out Montana's barbecue. They're bringing back the viewing party there at uh, Montana's. But, can I give a shout out to our uh, colleague and friend of ours, Amar Gill, who uh, officially is a father mm-hmm. of quads. We uh, We learned that this morning. Friend of ours, colleague of ours, work friend of ours, uh, his son, Ruhan Veer Gill. So, just want to give a, a big shout out to our friend Amar. Uh, mom and baby are resting up, he says. So, big ups to you, uh, the new papa there. Uh, our friend Amar. So, super happy for him. It was good. To, Amar was a very uh, helpful person for me when uh, when my stepmom passed away. It was very, uh, it was nice to chat with him uh, as he went through something similar in his life. So, uh, big love over there to Amar and uh, stoked for the family over there, man. Really happy for yeah. Amar to, uh, to see that news today. Haven't heard from the dude in months because he was you, expecting his child. Yeah, but then you and I get a text on. out of nowhere and so say he's got the you know the kid that uh, it's good news over there. So, shout out to Amar. I know he's watching right now. So, uh, the kid's first ever uh YouTube video. Maybe he's watching <laughs> this, watching this right now.
0: Yeah. Uh hopefully Amar doesn't uh make the child become a Canucks fan.
2: No, I don't think he will. Well, we'll he see. might. Well, we'll he see.
0: he might. We'll have to ask Amar about that. Yeah for we'll, sure. We'll figure um, that out.
2: We'll we'll check in in five years. Uh we'll see how the kid's doing <laughs> what fandom he's uh, been drawn to.
0: Quick quickly I I, here. No, I got one in more in five thing. years that kid can eat
2: free or eat for
0: two dollars at Montana's.
2: We could probably do on it now. Tuesdays, right? Probably. But yeah. what what is the kid eating? That's the thing. Do you have to be a certain age to become a kid? Like, are you still well, an infant you until can't two? Eat whole it's foods. Like, that's the thing at Montana that kids eat uh, for two bucks I on think- uh, Tuesday, but as a one and a half year old, he's got to pay full price. I don't know. We'll have to get the. We'll talk to the folks over there at Montana. <laughs> Read the Canada fine prints. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other and, daily deals. No, quick, don't cut me off again. One more time. Oh boy. Quick shout out to Kevin Sterling, Lisa, everybody in the chat, firing it up before the show. Uh, got started here. Everybody's excited for your Friday here because this is their last show of the week, Quads. Yeah, I always Feet look forward up. to these. up. Fireplace should be behind you. This is what it looks like on Quads' deck on his days off. On my deck. All the smoke uh, blowing out there.
0: Okay um mondays half price wings tuesdays kids eat for two dollars wednesday all you can eat ribs thursday drink specials seven locations in british columbia fort st john Kelowna, langley nanaimo prince george to and of course victoria uh be sure to go check out montana's hey we'll
2: we'll be out at one soon you and i yes both of us
0: i have to to correct you here it's drink all every day there's a different drink yeah it's not just thursday yeah it's every day i i miss aaron whoa (laughs) i'm just joking joking. i I shouldn't say stuff like that because i'm gonna i'm gonna have a green screen behind me one day and that's gonna come back to bite me alex alex is writing that down right now yeah
2: all right i I thank you alex that's a good that's a great uh great job by the producer he's got fire going on behind me he's correcting you i love it (laughs) i think alex is off to a hell of a start today uh okay me and alex were both excited about uh friday actually yes uh okay so Harmon Dahl joining the show tomorrow. Yeah, but, but first I got there's one more thing I got to before we get into Holy the Canucks. Smokes. Because this I gotta pull this up. Alex, can you get this this uh this all star tweet up here? I saw the Canucks yesterday, they're tweeting out everything. Every All Star I couldn't believe every name coming up. And then what do I see come across my feed? Retweeted by David Quadrelli over there on Twitter for the NHL All Star vote for Tyler Myers. What's going on here? I know 139 people retweeted this. They're, everybody wants Myers to go to the uh, the All-Star game. I'm one of those people. And i seen that. I said, look who it is. I had to yeah. highlight it there on the screen. David you, Quadrelli you retweets have this. To,
0: you have to commit to the bit, right? And last year, oh. right, when everybody was slagging him, I was the only person in the media saying that Myers was fine and that Myers was a good defenseman and he had a good year last year. I was the only one saying it. Only one. Now he's not having the best year this year, admittedly. No. Not looking great for us uh, on Team Myers, but I have to commit to the bit, so I, I retweeted. I, I I'm obviously not going to vote for uh, anyone because I think it's unprofessional to vote for Cox players. But, you just
2: voted right here.
0: Well, I, I have to vote for Myers. You have to commit to the bit. That's part of my. That's in my contract okay. that I have to uh, have to support Tyler Myers at all times.
2: I th- I saw this coming out yesterday. And, uh, like I was driving home and I had the GPS on, so I wasn't using my phone, but it kept popping up the notifications and it popped up. And the, the only one I saw, like uh, that I caught a glimpse of when I was at a light, I looked down and it's like, uh. Riley Stillman All-Star, and I was like, hold on, what the hell's going on here? Because that's all it says, right? It says, and it, like, it popped up, and it was like, Riley Stillman's an All-Star. I was like, it man, was- Canucks Twitter went off on their votes if they got <laughs> Riley Stillman into the All-Star game.
0: It was so bizarre, because what they did is they basically tweeted out the hashtag for each player, and they were basically like, uh retweet to vote this player into the All-Star game. So obviously, every like you said. Every single player. Yeah, every single player. So like you said, I retweeted the one um for... Tyler Myers, yep. but I was noticing. I was trying to look for the omissions. I don't think I saw Kyle Burrows, but I saw, um, I saw. Uh, oh no, Kyle Burrows is there? Yeah, I okay. see a Burrows one. Yeah, I was. I was quickly reading it over. I don't see Colin Delia. Oh, poor Delia.
2: So, who's D'Elia. got a good? Why do ima- we keep doing that? I know, but who's got a really good amount of retweets here? I'm just scrolling. I, through I'm going right to scroll. Now. Okay, I think I see Riley Stillman has 157. Bo Horvat has 900 rightfully so okay, followed by
0: andre kuzmenko with 581 followed by quinn hughes with 494 then there's a pretty big drop off and it's tyler myers yeah, tyler at myers. 300
2: um so so alex get on it you can get back in quads good books you throw a <laughs> throw a retweet on the uh <laughs> on the tyler myers tweet there anyways yeah. anyways do you um, think do you, before we go do you think anyone's gonna get and you think there's going to be a second Canuck? Like Bo Horvat has to get in, right? Um, he's one of the yeah. top scorers in the NHL. It was kind of interesting that he wasn't selected as the first option. I don't think it was a bad decision to go with Elias Pettersson, but uh, the way Horvat's scoring right now, he's an all-star. Like each team needs a representative. Yeah, there's that a chance Bo Horvat gets traded. Right. Right.
0: So I wonder if that played. I'm not reporting anything, of course. I'm just saying. No, uh, you're right. you would been have been a bad luck. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at least we hope it's the safe bet, yeah. um, to be in the
2: all-star game. Okay. No chance for Hughes. No chance for Kuzmenko. You don't. Think, oh, I uh, think they have a chance. Yeah. I think absolutely.
0: They have a chance, but think, also like it's, you know, do you think Horvat gets in
2: though? Yeah, I, think I do. He does. I do. I think, I think there's gets... two.
0: I think it's Horvat and Patterson. Okay. Um, on the topic of Myers, but at the same I...
2: time, doesn't, uh, so McDavid got voted in for the Oilers. I'm assuming dry just sitting there waiting. Cause like yeah, he has and, and to be in there too. get in. Yeah. So that's a thing. Do they need? Do they need a certain amount of position players? Like, do they need a second goalie? I don't think so.
0: Um, you're asking You probably just guy. need
2: one goalie, but, like, I feel like it's going to be two forwards and a defenseman. So it's going to be what? Elias Petters, or, sorry, Bo Horvat, Seidel, who's another defenseman. Like, is it going to be Petrangelo, maybe, out of uh, Vegas for the Pacific? I'm just trying to think of some names here. Did I Chris did, Tanev in the All-Star that's, game. that's what I thought. Should, you know, would, would one of those guys go over Quinn Hughes? Like, the Canucks could have three All-Stars here pretty easily. If you're talking about which defenseman's left off the list... Well, like, Queen Hughes might be the best in the Pacific there. Eric Carlson is the San Jose guy, right? Right, so he's there. Yeah, he has to be. I don't and even have to look that up. Who like That's what I'm thinking, who's the other defenseman? Yeah. So it's got to be, uh, I think Quinn Hughes and Behorda both have a decent chance. Maybe Riley Stillman has a chance. Well, getting I've a seen lot of retweets. Vokes, yeah, and careful. my boy Tyler Myers. Myers has a good amount. That's right. Um, okay, on the topic of
0: Tyler Myers, let's uh, let's talk about the lineup changes today. Oh, yeah. uh, as reported by our pal, Post Media's Patrick Johnson, who's on the ground in Tampa. Back on Twitter, too. Florida. Back, back on Twitter, that Patrick Johnson. Um, lineup changes for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, we'll pull them up here. The big one, the big one that everybody's talking about, Chris. Is all capital Oliver, letters, baby? Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh yeah, uh, getting the scratch. It would appear uh, on Thursday night. Now, obviously, we know a lot of podcast listeners. We're recording this like three hours out from the game, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that, that have already uh, watched the game when we talk about. This, so we won't spend too long. Boudreau talked about how it's about accountability, but in the same breath, he called Oliver Ekman Larson arguably the Canucks' best defenseman. Oh, God, yeah. I am glad he said arguably because I would argue that a ton. You got Tyler Myers. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Oliver ekman uh dubbed probably the Canucks' best defenseman, uh, which I think is just wrong on so
2: many levels. Yeah. It's almost a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really. It, it's it's almost a joke from Boudreaux of, like, the way that he said, um, that's kind of where we're at right now. I forget the, the exact quote he had at the end there. He said, he said, interesting. when
0: you get to the point where you're, you know, scratching these guys or whatever, and he said, that's where I'm at. That's what he said.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, interesting. It's like, yeah, it's uh Listen, we've been calling for it for a while. See what it, the defense score looks like with OEL or Myers scratched, unfortunately. Um, hey, they're I, not helping, right? They're, they're both on the ice. I mean, that pairing together has been horrendous of late in, in I've, their own zone.
0: I, I've, we've talked about buyouts. We've talked about all this stuff with OEL, and we talked about yesterday how hard it's going to be to move this guy. Legitimately... I think the only way, and Rick Talkett brought up again today right. in the old uh, rumor mill and news cycle, so there's one way. But I think legitimately, and I hate to say this because OEL, by all accounts, good guy, like good teammate, people like him um, in the in the room. I mean, people like him. I don't mean in the fan base, but um, legitimately with that contract still on your books, like the only only method that the Canucks are really going to be able to do, other than a buyout, of course, which we've talked about, but doesn't sound like that's going to happen. We have to wait and see. Legitimately, like, it has to come down to just you're a healthy scratch because you're that bad. Like you're not helping the team and we can go get a guy for one or two million dollars. We can get Riley Stillman, um, who's gonna be as good, if not better, than you. And again, the interesting thing, and I know like we wrote about it at Canucks Army this morning about how they are just getting absolutely torched at even strength with OEL and Myers on the ice. Yeah. Like like more than double any other defenseman that pairing
2: and, um and together. What you're hoping is like Listen, when you break up that pairing, you're hoping to like mollify the the defensive problems that you've seen so far from that duo, but it's like you're still going to have Tyler Myers out there by himself, and you're bringing in Stillman instead of OEL. So like it's, you know, Look, this isn't like a, a problem-solving thing. This is kind of just like um trying to get rid of one problem, but there's another problem coming in I with think... Stillman playing. And then you're also breaking up the Hughes-Bear pairing, which I think has been... Been pretty good. strong in moving it's the been puck. Been good, yep. It's been good, but but the thing I want to mention
0: there about Hughes and Bear is like they haven't been getting big matchups. Like it has been Oel right. Myers getting the the toughest matchups. Yeah, that's so a good point. And tonight, tonight would be who? Tonight, uh, and for those listening, Hughes Shen together back again. Hey, that's nice for Luke Shen. Like, that pairing's fine together. Uh, It's probably not the best pairing, but just because of what the Canucks have around those two guys, Mm. they have to be paired together uh, in order to just not have a Riley Stillman-Luke Shen
2: pairing. I'm sorry, could you imagine the oel Myers pairing going up against Brandon Hagel, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov? That top line, Nikita Kucherov is, uh, like, you know, for Canucks fans tonight who just like watching hockey... Have a fun time watching Kucherov tonight. The Dude's got 59 points in 39 games. Like he's ridiculous. He's the he's the the follow-up guy behind uh, Drysaddle and McDavid and who even, just uh, you know, they multiply points with each other there.
0: Even Hughes and
2: Bear as being the uh like the shutdown pair, they
0: can't. They're no, not not against they, they were know. fine when they were together, but they can't be a shutdown pair. So how
2: how do you think the minutes are going to be distributed tonight cuz I, I it, it is interesting to see Dermot and Myers go together, which we've seen as a third pairing for the Canucks. In, in very recent memory, we've seen that as a third pairing for this Vancouver Canucks team. They're now into what looks like a top four role, but Ethan Bear, I think, has been a player that you would rather have in your top... Honestly, like I'd rather have Ethan Bear in the top four than Dermot or Myers, right? At this point in the season, for sure. Like I'm pretty confident in that. Shen, I think, is the one that you fit with Hughes and you think, okay, that's going to slow things down a little bit with that pairing. Maybe that helps there a little bit, but... I really thought that there was some chemistry between Hughes and Bear that was building. Like it felt like they're not necessarily breakouts, but passes that set up a breakout of your own zone were, were starting to get there. They were starting to understand where to go on the ice, where to make the pass to, and having some pretty clean breakouts because of the space that was created from their playmaking. So a uh, little interested to see, you know, how that looks if they go back to the Hughes Bear pairing and, and see what it looks like moving forward. Cause I thought that that was a pretty good pairing that was together. And uh, there's a, there's a mention in, in the chat here from Oli uh, that says Mikheyev shouldn't be on the fourth line. I completely agree. I, I, I've been watching like Mikheyev lately. A lot of the, um, so the dog rating, which I've created best thing in hockey right now, especially in Canuck land, but unfortunately they can't do anything. But Mikheyev, uh, a lot of the individually, like, like the stats that I have to track that aren't publicly available Makayev has been crushing it in those stats. Like he is doing such a good job of moving the puck in the right direction, getting it towards the net for penalty, like for for scoring chances. Like I really think Makayev has been really good, and it's going to be, you know. But it's like where else would he fit, right? That's the other thing that I kind of have a struggle with. It's like where else would he fit? I, I think he's a better option than Connor Garland right now to play with a Horvat and a Miller. But then it's like, is Garland a fourth line? Does he get healthy scratch at that point? There, there's there are starting to be some some problems here with this or with this with this forward group when you're not playing the three centers down the middle and, and you can't like you can't play Miller down the middle right now he's not going to be helping your team the way that a player who's about to be making eight million dollars a year should so you have to play him on the wing but when that happens it, it makes it a little bit difficult to to put these lines together because it's like you need two scoring lines and then it's two other lines right and that's what it kind of feels like. You hope that you get some offense production out of like your scoring of the bottom six lines, but it just it, it's going to be uh, it's a strange look for me seeing McAvoy down in that fourth Here's, line. I'm with you, Oli, on that one.
0: Here, so so I agree. Like Mikheyev shouldn't be there on pure talent and pure skill, whatever. Someone someone tweeted this at me and was like, "Hey, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to try and build Besser Garland and these guys that aren't going to be here long term. They're going to try to build their trade value. They've already seen McAvoy yeah. can do it. Like Mikheyev's played well this year. Yeah. He's here for four years." You have to obviously balance, uh, you know, making your trade chips, you know, something of value, like making them look better than they actually are, um, and not pissing off your most recent free agent signing. Like you obviously have to balance that as a team, but again, like it all just comes back to this team just needs to figure it out, and right now they're not in a place to figure it out. Like they have to do it ahead of the deadline, and it's just
2: well, it feels like they're actually starting. Like we are the name, name of the show yesterday was, are, are the Canucks silently tanking? Sure. And it's like, there, there are some things if you want to look at it a certain way where it's like some pieces are being put together here to tank. Right. feels like it a little bit like you're shutting down Pearson for the year already. A couple, a <laughs> uh, couple of surgeries. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Also. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. But it, it's like what we say about this team all the time. It's the process, right? The process of that is it, something that looks like it's towards a tank. So, you know, if the guy's all down in the AHL. Let them sit there and continue to play good hockey and win games. Like, I, I don't know. There are certain things you can look at the, with this team and say, okay, maybe they are leaning into that direction and finally going to take a step in the right direction. I'm not saying they're going down that road yet, but maybe there are certain things here you can say, okay, they look like they're taking a step towards it, anyways. Either that or they're just, you know, it's some weird sort of like, I'm just trying to be like, I at least have some ounce of positivity here. Uh, retool, mix the lines, repeat,
0: same as the banning era. <laughs> Sell the team, Aquilini. That's from a uh, user on the YouTube live chat. Beard user. testosterone.
2: That's a new one. I haven't seen that name. No, that's, in the a, chat that's a new, uh, well, new welcome person. Welcome to the, the, uh, to the chat. All right. Let's. Um, other thing uh, Colin Delia is going to start tonight. Yes. Thoughts? You're a goalie guy. Does not surprise me at
0: all. Like. Yeah. It's, it's almost the same as what uh, Beard Testosterone just said of like... That's your new favorite user, isn't it? That's a great name. Uh, you're retooling, you're mixing the lines, <laughs> Like you're s- switching out the goalies. It, nothing's really going to happen, right? Like it, it was fun when Colin Delia you know came in and was making all these saves and looking like Dominic Asik, as uh, our friend Wyatt Arnt would point out in the stanchies. It was fun, but... Like, Colin Delia is not... Like, as soon as Thatcher Demko returns, and that's why I find it so funny, and I always said there was no goaltending controversy at any point in Vancouver. Um, well, this season, at least. Um, when people are like, oh, when, when Thatcher Demko returns, maybe Spencer Martin's going to be the starter because he's playing so well when Demko first went down, blah, 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 whatever. There's no, That's not going to happen. No, like, Demko's a- coming back, he's going to be the starter, and hopefully he's going to perform better than Delia and um, and Spencer Martin have. Half-
2: yeah, Your little bad. computer there. I know. I gotta get that. I gotta figure out how to mute that. I had it. Uh, you saw my computer. It uh, did a full reset the other day. I don't know what happened. Everything's okay. gone.
0: It's okay. Let's stay on track.
2: Notifications. I gotta get back on. Okay. Track
0: you want to do? What do you do with? Go.
2: Oh yeah, talking about having fun. You can pull it up. Pull it up, Alex. Let's get uh, this thing that I built. Even though it has nothing to do with the what do you do with it's. Uh, do you have an idea? It's a similar sort of thing. Uh, so my graphic for this quads, you know, I like to do this normally on Wednesdays, but we'll wrap it up with you on a Thursday, your last show of the week. What do you do with
1: I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals. You can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month. Over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: I want to start with the first power play unit. We, you touched on it a little bit with Brock Besser. You know, Maybe you want to pump up a little bit of value there to see if something could happen for him moving forward on the trade market. So on the first power play unit, what changes would you make And let's start with Kuzmenko or Brock Besser as the fifth guy there. Because I don't think you're messing with the other four. But I'd be curious if you want to try something different. Just let me know. First power play unit, what would you rock with here? Kuzmenko or Besser? Yeah, let's start there. Kuzmenko. Yeah, I think so too.
0: But also, back to the conversation of... Poor Alex trying to switch cameras here because we're going back and forth. But also, back to the idea of building trade value. Like, look... Andre Kuzmenko, I would say, has trade value. Like, oh. a lot of it, right? Like, he, it's a unicorn opportunity. Like, it's almost like a perfect storm where teams are so cap-strapped, they're not going to be able... It's the only time that teams are going to be able to add a guy on an ELC making under a million dollars. Could have 25
2: goals by Could the have by.
0: 25 goals by the time the trade deadline rolls around. It's like the only time that's going to happen. This is probably
2: never going to happen again, right? So... And think about, sorry, the player type that you're about to add with a Kuzmenko. Mm-hmm. If you're adding him in the right spot and he's going onto to your first power play unit, you're laughing because that's a huge boost to a team going into the playoffs if your power play can be huge for you. You know who right? I bet would want to Power plays, A lot of teams. Edmonton Oilers. Oh, yeah. I know the Oilers would. They the Oilers really wanted him. Big time. They wanted, they wanted him, uh, him so much they took him to Joey's. We'll try again. They'll get him at a different spot. Now they'll take him to uh, Dogwater or whatever it's called out there. What's it called? <laughs> Dog patch. It's dog really patch. Good. That's the spot we went to. It's a good it's spot good, over yeah. there in Edmonton. It's yeah. uh, it feels like you're in a neighborhood. It is, in and the then you're in a neighborhood, and boom, you're in Dog Patch it's by the River Valley. It's very yeah. nice. Okay, Dog Water. That's uh, you on Rocket League yeah. instead. <laughs> All right, let's first power play. Yeah, I'd do the similar. I'd go with Kuzmenko. I wouldn't move too much around. I think it, it's it's crazy that Pedersen has no power play goals up to this point in the season. Right, like that's that might be one of the weirdest stats yeah. right now from this Canucks team this year. Is that Elias Pettersson, zero power play goals. But Horvat has 10. Because Manko has 8. JT Miller has 7. Sheldon Dries has 2. Sheldon Dries. But if two you Two more take, than uh, Pettersson. If you take
0: Elias Petterson off of the power play... You don't. A lot of sure. those guys... No, I'm saying is yeah. a lot of those guys' goal totals come down. So oh, yeah, he hasn't on.
2: scored... But he's a big part of why those guys have scored. Yeah, just a ridiculous stat to me that he has zero power. Absolutely, I agree with you. All right, next one here. What do you do with the NHL or the AHL for Niels Huglander over the next two months? AHL all the way. All the way season three? Absolutely. Okay, Niels Amon. Yeah, same thing. Same thing? You don't want to get him back in the NHL. Niels Amon's an interesting one for me because it's like he's going to just be a fourth line guy. You don't think he has any ceiling above that? I don't think there's much to gain for him aside from a little bit of confidence in the AHL, and I think an AHL stint for a player like him, you can get confident in a month. Sure, I don't think I think Huglender actually has parts of his game that he really needs to work on. That's why I have no problem with with him staying in the AHL for the rest of the season because it's not just about confidence; it's obviously a part of it. But if you're just going down for a confidence boost, like Neil Zaman can play in the NHL, he can. He's got speed. He's got size. Needs to work on a few things to to kind of chip in offensively. And I guess he's getting a chance to work on that at the HL level, but I, I think he would be one that comes up quicker than Huglander. I think is more of a long-term one. Sure. Vasily Podkolzin. What do you think he's back in the NHL, if at all this season?
0: Uh, well, now that with the news that Tanner Pearson's out, I would say you could bring him up. And, you know, like I say there there comes a point in the season when, and, you know, this is if they really tank. This is, I'd say this is post-deadline, to be honest with you, if they move a winger or they move Bo Horvat and Miller moves back to the center position. Right. I would say there's a point in the season where you say, Okay, let's just play the kids and I'd entertain it with Nils Huglander, but I think with Vasily Pod Colson, kinda of what you were talking about yesterday, how you know he just looks like an NHL player in the AHL and yeah. you don't know how much he's gaining, whereas Huglander's working on a lot of different things. Like I yeah, I would like to see Pod Colson back in the NHL. Uh probably post trade deadline if the Canucks make the moves that we hope they're gonna
2: make. Okay. Jack Rathbone. Same deal. When's he? Uh, when's he coming back to the NHL? Is he coming back to the NHL? Yeah, I listen. You got the guys now. You know, you got healthy scratches like OEL. You got to jump now to get into the lineup. Yeah, Riley Stillman, Burrows. I would. I would personally
0: like. I would put Jack Rothbone in the NHL right now because I just. You know, I. would I don't think it really matters what's happening. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what's happening. And I think this guy needs to gain confidence playing at the NHL level. And I think anytime he's been given the chance to, it's been stripped away as soon as he makes a mistake. And I get that to some extent. Like, I get it. But, you know, the only way he's going to learn is by playing. So I'm fine with him playing in the AHL. I'm not super passionate about either one, which I know makes great radio and is awesome for the podcast listeners. But, really, I, I don't think it matters that much what happens with Jack Rathbone here. Like, the guy needs to play... Uh, we've seen him do it at the AHL level. I personally would like to see him defend against NHL competition yeah, on a more regular basis. And I think the end of the season when you're trying to tank, or at least we hope they are, um, is when you play these guys. Like, I think that's the perfect time to get Jack Rathbone up here and let him make his mistakes. Right. Is when it's like, okay, we don't really care about the result. If anything, we are trying to lose some games here. Cause we want Connor Bedard.
2: Yeah. Makes sense. And I think it'd be interesting to see him play with an Ethan bear or Luke Shen. More as well, just to see what yeah. that works. Listen, playing defense pairing with Tyler Myers is hard. Okay, that's a that's a hard job. Look at what it's done to OEL. It's worn <laughs> him out after a year and a half. So it's a tough spot for Rathbone when he has to play with Tyler Myers, and that's not really his style that fits well with him. So I'd be curious what he looks like with an Ethan Bear. Specifically Nathan Ethan Bear. I'd like to see a third pairing of Rathbone and Bear moving forward. But here's the other one quads, and I'll I'll come in on this one a little bit as well. Who plays more NHL games this season? Jack Rathbone. Or Christian Wolanin? Listen, one player stock. Jack <laughs> Rathbone going down. Super Wolanin. H L All-Star now. He's on the way up. These guys are going to meet in the middle. Who's playing more NHL games this year? Rathbone or Wolanin? And from this point on, because Rathbone's got a couple... I don't know how many yeah. games he's got in this year even, but... I would say, I would say they're both going to play zero. Zero but NHL games. I would like to
0: see... Willanen get some games in as well. Like, I would like to see Willanen and Rathbone get some games in. Like, I would rather see Willanen and Rathbone up here ahead of Stillman and Burroughs. Like, alternating in that yeah. third pairing spot.
2: Yeah, I think so. Like, why Burroughs not? Burroughs, I'd like to see in the lineup more. But I would like to see Burroughs in the lineup, too. I'm but saying down the stretch here. And you're right. As soon as Shen goes, Burroughs, that should be Burroughs' spot for the rest of the season. Yeah. Look like an NHL player and prove to you know it's not going to be Bruce Boudreaux coaching next year but prove to the coach who's here next year Rick Tockett. Rick to whoever it is <laughs> like prove to him that you want to be a guy that can be trusted to listen just be the bottom minute guy on the on your defense pairing that's that's all Kyle Burrows wants this wants to wear Canucks jersey go play some games yep okay which, which is things? more than you can say about a lot pick of pick one or teammates. the other though who's going to play more NHL games from here on out this season Willanin. Rathbone or Wollin I think Wollin is too I think they're going to get him some games which is interesting it's just the roadblocks for Rathbone, they continue to be put in front of him, but it's like he hasn't... He hasn't gone out the and done world. it. Yeah, like yeah. he hasn't uh, knocked through the roadblocks himself. He's struggled on those roadblocks. So we'll see what happens. Um, Yanni Yermo or Jacob Truscott, which one do you think plays a game in a Canucks jersey first? Whether it be Abbotsford or NHL. Do you think Yanni Yermo or Jacob Tr- So my main question here is, do you think Jacob Truscott would sign... This year and come out and play with the Canucks. How would I know? All right, I'll answer this question. <laughs> I I think the Canucks are going to be pursuing Truscott after this uh, NCAA season. I also think that Michigan is going to go through quite a different change, uh, which is a school that Truscott goes through. I that's think they're that's gonna
0: have... all of that was what I was
2: going to say. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, I I I think Truscott's going to come out and sign after this year. Um, don't have I? Haven't had a good conversation with him, but I actually will. I'll reach out to him. Uh, pretty quick here and see uh where his head's at. But I I think the Canucks have a little bit of interest in him and, and obviously Yermo's a name that Patrick Alvine mentioned to me uh when asking about this, so we'll have to see. But I think I don't I wouldn't surprise you you see Truscott in the AHL for a playoff run. You know, you had Truscott, you had McDonough, you had uh Livingstone. I'll tell you what, the AHL team would be looking a lot of fun over there.
0: I think Livingstone would be the team's first pairing. Uh, well, yeah, NHL I'd, I'd you're right,
2: Livingstone would probably jump uh Kyle Burrows, and he'd be yeah. playing in the NHL. If the Canucks are going to sign Livingstone, and, and they're going to try, from what I've heard, they're going to try. There's uh, there's conversations with the agent, not about the player, but there has been uh, with the organization and this agent. If so. you
0: if you sign Jake Livingstone and you have the stretch run of the season and you don't play him at the NHL level, no, you're just he, like no. You know, Livingstone
2: no. could be playing with Quinn Hughes. Like, that's what I'm he saying. Legitimately could.
0: And even if he makes mistakes there, who cares? Yeah. Like that's what this season needs to become. That would be like, cool. If they won't sign Jake Livingstone and play him at the NHL level. There's some hope for your fan base, right? Sure. It doesn't matter if he doesn't play fantastic. The guy's a rookie. Like, he's going to be a rookie next year And if for they people sign. who don't
2: know, Jake Livingstone, probably the top NCAA yeah. free agent coming out this year. is a right-shot defenseman from BC. He's Langley, not a Canucks. Langley Riverman. Yeah, but he's not a Canucks fan. He's a Calgary Flames fan growing up. So mm-hmm. he's from uh, one of those uh, cities out at Creston, I believe, is where he's from. So... We'll have to see uh, what happens. I yeah, a little bit of excitement here in the chat about it. Yeah, like some some young guys in the HL, right? Like Sterling's yeah. got a good comment there. I want young guys to keep winning in the HL. They have never got to win well with this organization. That's right. I like Lisa's just agreeing very hard <laughs> with everyone. The emojis in there in the chat. All right. Next one here. Uh, no more hockey stuff. but so I got two different. Uh, what, what do you do with what's the, the best thing to do on a first date? Because back in the day it was movies. It's I think it's changed quite a bit because you you never get to talk to the person on the first date if you went to a movie. Yeah, you movie. Don't go to a movie. It's drinks now, right? You go for is, drinks. Yeah, yeah, simple. What was your first date with your significant other? What did you guys do?
0: Uh, we well actually I cooked for her. Oh. I co- remember when I was in my cooking phase. Yeah, that's
2: right. I still c- liked. Well, to yeah, cook. but then she then you found out how good of a cook she is. She's so a really good cook. Was, you don't cook anymore. I'm not even allowed in the kitchen anymore. No, that's true. No, okay. So it's a, it's drinks, right? You just go for drinks. Yep. What's another what's a fun idea? For a date? Yeah, I always thought uh, the seawall think... was always a good one. That's well, like, where yeah, I, I do went on like uh, live
0: in the Ivory Tower here.
2: Oh come on, the seawall. Us us folks Science in the world. valley. Yeah, you guys are all just uh what are you guys doing? Freaking blazing one up and walking around <laughs> a lake or what? That's uh, <laughs> And walking around a lake's fun. Well, yeah walk yeah, around. There's the lake's a lot nice of too. lakes and you know, quitlam, various yeah. If various I spots. still had my boat I tell you, going out fishing would be a nice one. Just to, What What are you laughing about over there? I'm a
0: good remembering when you took a picture of your boat and your
2: truck and were like, don't I'll be fine. It. Yeah, that boat was great.
0: When you deleted all your tweets a while ago, that got lost and that was really sad because that was one of the funniest things we ever pulled off. Yeah, that was good.
2: That was a really funny joke. All right, so good first date spots. Uh, I don't know. Is, is, let me know in the chat. Is the movie still an idea? Mini golf, Kevin says. Uh, mini golf's cool. I don't think Sterling's talking about us, but going to Minnesota State, that's a good first date as well. Sterling, great <laughs> idea. You take uh, take the significant other Take first, it to Montana. You meet her on <laughs> Tinder a couple days later. Yeah, what's your phone number? Hey, let's go to Minnesota. Or Montana's. Uh, or Montana's. You go down there. But, yeah, Kevin, I think, is nailed it. Mini golf is a good one. I went mini golfing early on with my now fiance. Nice. Didn't have a good time. Why is that? She wasn't very good. And we went real golfing after. And how was she at that? Ooh, well, that's what I'm saying. She wasn't very good at it. She was fine at the mini golf, but... I was going to say, how
0: can you be bad at she, mini golf? But like, she's
2: interested in trying to golf this year. And I golfed a little bit more this summer. I had a good time uh, going on to i some golf. I've
0: taken, I've taken my significant other to the driving range.
2: Yeah, I'm not going back to the driving range. She wasn't bad.
0: She was making contact. And that's all you got to do is, like, once they're making contact, they just got to get the uh, get the you know yeah. process down of hitting it oh, yeah, straight.
2: Yeah. Mini golf, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, mini golf is right. good one. What do you do with... This is the last non-hockey question. Yeah, hurry. A hamburger. You get four toppings to complement bun and beef. Four toppings total. Like I said, just bun, just beef. So you need to add cheese if that's on your your four toppings. Cheese. uh, What kind? Monterey Jack. Okay. Uh, Monterey Jack cheese, pickles,
0: mustard, and onions.
2: Mm. That's it. That's a pretty dry burger. You're a pretty dry burger. Oh, that's a little... I'm going with Swiss cheese, bacon, dill pickle mustard from Trader Joe's, and Big Mac sauce. Wow, you... Okay. That's a wet burger. Yeah. Sauce, bacon, cheese, that's <laughs> all you need. All right. Oh, I, I'm changing onions for bacon, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you said onions, I if they're grilled up, like good ballpark That's onions, what I mean, like sauteed yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Um... We're going to move on, right? Yeah, odds but and ends. We're done. This is my okay. new
2: favorite thing because I don't need to uh, think of like a witty. I also wanted to add this. This is the worst uh, ticker I've ever put together. <laughs> it's like the most basic thing on the bottom. They're just lineup changes. What do you do with, which is a segment we do often here on the show, and then odds and ends. But yeah. like, Alex, what happened? Did you fall asleep on the period button on your, uh, on your keyboard? <laughs> what happened on the ticker down there? Holy cow. <laughs> I want to a- add this in. We need to talk about this. Uh, right before
0: we did this, we did a Patreon. I don't oh, know if you want to fun. pull up my tweet on your screen or whatever for oh, the yeah, YouTube uh, YouTube viewers. But uh, we did a Patreon right before this. We were sitting on your couch just hanging out before the show was going to start. Right. And I saw this game called Let's Get Deep, Questions for Couples. Uh, yeah, and right I here. said, hey, let's, let's play this. Um, so we did. We played this game, Let's Get Deep, Questions for Couples. They are categorized into three categories of Icebreaker, Deep, and Deeper. And we uh, we we did all of the uh, you know all all of the categories yeah. and we uh, we had some fun. Took us about thirty minutes. It's uploaded or it will be uploaded on the Patreon, Patreon.com dot com slash Canucks Convo. Uh, Five and ten dollar tiers gets you all of the bonus content. We're going to be posting a lot more. We're not even going to say we're trying oh, to.
2: There's a lot on there right we're, now. There's a lot. Pod there's Kohl's a lot. An interview. Yeah, interview. an interview. Week. Did no, this, you can't find this anywhere this else. This was folks. fun, and we'll do this again. This was super easy. Yeah. This took no prep. We just started pulling out cards here. I see some comments in there. Laura says, "Looking forward to watching this after the live show." And Trevor has uh, posted a couple of uh, uh, vegetables.
0: I weird. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I also just realized the box is
2: purple. <laughs> the yeah, same color. The box of that is vegetable. purple. Good job, Quads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, same color. Anyways,
2: right. odds and ends. Yeah. Uh, we touched on it. Tanner Pearson, uh, a secondhand surgery. You know what? It was. If you say it third, the right way, it's kind of funny.
0: It was a third surgery. Did right. you notice that? There was a no. clarification made by the Canucks. Oh. I'm not going to speculate on that much more, but uh, they added additional information. This was actually like the third surgery. I'll read it verbatim what they said, but what they were getting at was that um, this was actually the third surgery that he had. Um, so here's here's He's what up came up this season, morning. Bro, yeah. Right. yeah. So general ahead. general manager Patrick Galvin announced today that forward Tanner Pearson underwent a second hand surgery yesterday after a setback in his recovery, and he will miss the remainder of the 2022-23 season. Additional information. This was followed up uh, about two or three three hours later. Um, two hours. Excuse me. No, three three hours. That Pearson's Pearson's surgery yesterday was his second procedure since the original surgery in November. So, it sounds like three surgeries in two months for Tanner Pearson, uh, who is now out for the rest of the season. But, keep in mind, they used the word procedure. So, they didn't say it was a third surgery, but it does seem like that. It was a procedure, uh, nonetheless, and I don't know what else that would
2: mean. All the best for him on his way uh, to recovery. That's unfortunate. Listen, like, you know, you can trash trash what he does on the ice all you want, but... uh, To have to go through, like, multiple surgeries on your hand, you know, as a professional athlete, that's a tough spot for Pearson to be in. So I I hope he does make a a strong recovery here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But we won't see him this season. Uh, We know that. We will not be seeing Tanner Pearson this season. Yeah, I can't remember if it was a slash or not. I see RJ in there. Uh, I think that's uh, Canucks assistant general manager Ryan Johnson asking, did he get slashed? I can't remember. I can't remember the injury either. It was on November 9th against Montreal. I
0: don't remember what happened.
2: I don't remember him like leaving a game because of it. Yeah, so you could remember, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong here in the chat, but I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other incident that I wanted to get to, uh, yeah. working on this for Canucks Army right now, I'm going to get it out Well, there I got soon. a couple here too. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rutherford was speaking to uh, our pal Dollywall, oh, Dollywall Rick yeah. Dollywall over at Donnie and Dolly. Um Kind of talked about that Pittsburgh Tribune article, said, I'm not going to retire. Um, Dollywall was kind of saying that uh, he didn't Rutherford's his family here. Yeah, Rutherford's not going to move year. his family just to retire in a year. Uh, he's not going to quit, barring a health issue. And right now, he's in great health. As healthy as ever, yeah. Um, and then the other thing No panic uh, moves, right? No panic yep. moves. Uh, no quick fixes. Uh, they are going to be thinking about the long game uh, with the future in mind. And not firmly to
2: that. I will say I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, you know what? I was about to raise my voice, and then I was like, "Don't waste your time. Just nope. Quit raising your voice all the time." I was gonna, right. I was going to get on a little rant there and be like, "Well, then do it already, damn it!" Yep. But I'm tired of nope. doing that too. Nope. I'm tired that uh, my throat can't take it anymore. Nope. I got, uh, you know, have been yelling all the time. No I one's know, I got faulting you for that, it. bud. No, I I can't yell about it anymore and nope. keep my voice. Uh, my voice low. They, d- just do something already. Just do it. Something with the long term, then, man. Jesus, do it. I'm tired of hearing about the talking about it. I'm t- Remember that Shia LaBeouf video? Yeah, where he screams, "Just do it." I remember being so that confused one? when that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, another. Odds Speaking and of uh, end. that video, back in the day of the uh, the Hitchhiker with the uh, the Kai the Hitchhiker. Anybody else see this on uh, Netflix here? Kai oh, the hitchhiker. The, yeah, yeah. Smack. man, that uh, I watched that documentary last night. That went dark real quick. Okay. Anyways, it, uh, I recommend it. Hour twenty four minutes last night. I put it down uh, between about uh, odds midnight. and ends part two. Let's go. Right. Well, that's an odd and an end. Um. Was that end too as well. Fifty, you oh, know. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah, let's uh, go. People can look it up. It's, uh, okay, let's Netflix. go. Let's go. Because uh, Menko's agent, he's going to talk to the Canucks in the next week. Okay, Canucks want a first or a second round pick for him.
0: Where nope. did you read this?
2: Milstein's going to talk to the Canucks. They're going to be talking. The Are next you week. reporting this or is this out there already? It's out there. yeah. But from who? It's out there now. Well, you gotta you gotta cite your sources oh, here, bud. That's Dollywall. We're still talking. Dollywall said it today on the show. I'll talk to Milstein. I missed weeks. it, and you didn't tell me about it. Next week he's going to talk uh, Kuzmenko and uh, and Milstein their camp they're going to talk to the Canucks next week so uh, I don't know if a deal gets done too quick either though to be honest okay I'll talk to Milstein all right Shen interest is high too that's going to be it uh, teams want teams want Luke Shen man yeah I, I think everybody wants and Luke uh, Shen. the little do you want to do any of this coaching stuff.
0: No All- All-star
2: breaks coming up, is that the time? No. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to rock Boudreau for the rest of the season.
0: Drager said on Securus and Price that he thinks a coaching change could happen in season, but he, that he thinks it'll be an interim coach brought up. Um, yeah, and then Friedman today on 32 Thoughts got asked about Rick Tockett, said that nothing's imminent. Um, and that some here's the there, kicker. Though. Here's the kicker. If the Canucks hire Rick Tockett, it will be their decision.
2: Mm. Breaking news. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Lisa nailed it. Words mean nothing. Actions, please. Yeah, Kevin as well. There we go. Faber's fired up. No, uh, I need a. What I need is like a. I don't let you find this house. Give me a, a waterfall in the back. Just like a, I'm in a relaxed mood here. I just want some. All cool. right. I'm cooling it down. Well, a little
0: you'll bit. get to you'll get to go take a nap because we're almost done. Give uh, me one of
2: those. Uh, what's the the ride? Uh, ride above uh, space mountain. No, no, no. The fl- soaring across California. Give me a soaring across the uh, Antarctica. Okay.
0: Uh, betway wrap up. Let's go.
2: Yeah, Betway, uh, Betway, Betway. This is going to be a big one for Betway because I like the bets today. All right? Quads, all right? Betway, here we go. Uh, Brock Besser, listen, he's moving up. Betway, he's going up to play on the top line with uh, Elias Pettersson and Kuzmenko who's been money on Betway, Betway, Betway this season. Uh, So over 2.5 shots on net from Brock Besser on Betway, uh, plus 125 Betway, Betway. Uh Betway, Betworth bet the responsible way. Betway betway. Uh Brock Besser over two point five shots, like I said, plus one twenty five. Ten dollar bet that'll return you twenty two fifty over on Betway Betway Betway. Uh and then this one. They the Betway folks quads, you know, I get emails from these Betway folks. They say you do any more of these twenty four hundreds, action is going to come. And uh here's the action right here. Ten dollar bet that'll return you two fifty. There's your action betway. Uh betway, betway, betway. Canucks to win over 6.5 total goals, and Elias Pettersson to score two goals in this game. Quads, this is a massive one. $10 bet, return you 250 They told me, don't do these big bets uh, they never hit. If the Canucks are going to win tonight, and Pettersson gets two goals, you come here tomorrow, you take that 250 you go on three semi-decent dinners, not expensive ones, but you can go on three pretty decent dinners for $250, or you can go to the grocery store, and you can buy a flat of Mr. Noodles, and like, probably six chicken breasts for $250. So either or you're eating good for the next little bit here. So you got some options. Hit the bet today. Betway, betway. Uh, that's our betway bets of the day.
0: Okay. And we'll wrap it up there. Canucks are in Tampa tonight, folks. Uh, I Four will be o'clock back. start
2: by the way for like people listening to the podcast. Yeah. We're sorry. We will talk tomorrow about yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. I got Harman in here. Anyways, it's uh, good stuff with harm. The
0: money himself, Harmon Dial
2: will me be and in harm. Let's get deep. Uh. Oh, that'd be funny. But I'll tell you what you sit in the car with Harmon before pickleball for a half an hour. You do get deep. You don't need these cards. Harm is—I I tell you, Harm loves to talk about life more than like anyone. Like thoughts about life. That—that that guy's deep. He doesn't need the cards. All right. And by the way, that'll be up on the Patreon. I'm going to do that right after yeah. this. Once the podcast for this show's posted, uh, Patreon.com/slash Canucks Combo. Uh, there's like a private link there for the uh, for the YouTube, and yeah. as well as I'll put it in the audio so people can listen on their uh, podcast platforms as well. Hopefully, All right. Uh, People enjoy that. What's going on here? We'll
0: now? wrap it up there as Alex brings up the chat GPT, which we'll get to. I think we should get to that on Monday.
2: Uh, I'd we'll, like to well, I'm gonna get Harm with this tomorrow, Alex. We'll have a chat about this, uh, Alex. We'll get to we'll screw with Harm a little bit. All right. Uh we'll wrap it up there for
0: my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer, Alex allard My name is Dave Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Canucks Conversation. Wrap it up. How about keep it to a
2: thank you, Jim?